Hello and welcome to Love Mondays Club podcast. I'm your host Helen and I'm here to help you unravel the mysteries of marketing so that you can get more eyes on your business and make more sales. This is the ultimate podcast for online female business owners who are ready to conquer their overwhelm, discover their confidence and unlock the secrets to marketing success. Whether you're just starting out or already running a thriving business, Love Mondays Club is your compass to navigate this ever-changing digital world. Each episode, I'll bring you valuable insights, expert interviews, and practical strategies to help you stand out in a crowded online marketplace. It's time for you to dream big and succeed. I want your Mondays to be overflowing with inspiration, excitement, and setting the stage for you achieving your dreams. So if you're ready, cozy up in your favorite spot and get ready to unlock your business potential. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to another episode. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about the potential missing ingredient inside your business and your marketing strategy. Now what I find is that the vast majority of my clients who come to me when they first start talking about marketing and growing their business and you know not just marketing like lots of people come to me and also talk about wanting to create online courses or group programs or memberships all sorts of different ways that they want to scale up their business and the one thing they find the most frustrating is social media. They feel like they don't always get the best reach, they find it really difficult sometimes to like build their audience and really they just feel like they're maybe not quite sure what they're doing with it (laughs) and I think a lot of us can relate to that at some point in our businesses. So I always help people with social media because I do think that it is a really important part of our marketing strategy and ultimately it's a free tool for us to use and show up every day which is incredibly powerful. However the caveat to this of course is well lots of caveats really but One of the main things is that we straight away don't own that kind of area space that our accounts on the internet. So for example, lest we forget the great blackout of Facebook and Instagram a few years ago. And, you know, for lots of businesses who basically solely relied on social media, that was a scary time because that was essentially 24 hours that they couldn't communicate with their customers. Of course, another limitation of these things is that it's really difficult for us to personalize the content we put out there. So generally, when we put out you know, posts or reels or stories or things like that on social media. We're kind of trying to talk to everybody yet make it personal at the same time, which is a bit of a dark art in itself. And of course, really, I think one of the most frustrating things with social media is that it's really difficult to tell actually who's listening, who's watching, who's engaging and who might be interested in your content. So as I say, social media is powerful and it is great for growing your audience and reach and things like that. But One thing I always say to all of my clients is, you know, I'm about to make your life a lot easier by hopefully introducing some new software and some new strategies into your business that's just going to take a bit of pressure off you when it comes to social media. So that is, drumroll, all about using email marketing in your business. So in last week's episode, I talked a lot about growing communities online and how to kind of like build and nurture your audience. Now, today I wanna talk a little bit more sort of behind the scenes about how email marketing can help you in your business. Now, you might be listening to this thinking, Helen, I'm already using email marketing. I don't need the basic tips, but I'm still gonna go through and just talk about kind of, well, all the different reasons why I love email marketing and all the different ways you can use it in your business. And hopefully you can pick up some 
some little extra tips and tricks along the way. Because again, just like with social media, what I find with the email is that I'm always discovering new things and new ways to use it. On the other side, if you've never used email marketing before, but you're curious about it, then hopefully this episode is going to show you just how email marketing can potentially work for you. And as I say, make your life so much easier. So let me just dive in straight away and start talking about how it can benefit you and help you in your marketing strategy. So I think that one of the number one things is that it gives you this sort of direct and personal communication with your clients. Now, I don't know about you, but in the morning when I wake up and I pick up my phone, one of the first things I look at is my emails. I don't tend to look at social media very much. So for me, email is, you know, the direct place where anything personal, anything important is going to be coming into my life. So generally, it's going to be the first thing that I always check. Now, thinking about this from your marketing perspective, imagine you're marketing your business. Wouldn't it be amazing if you're with your potential customers, one of the first things they see in the morning is a message from you or the information or the, you know, the sales or the offer that you're putting out there. So that straight away is getting you a bit ahead of everybody else who's putting all this stuff out on social media. Also as well, the great thing with email marketing is that we can personalize emails to people. So just on a basic, simple level, like, you know, the emails will always be addressed to, in my case, you know, be Dear Helen. So it's directly to my name. Because when I'll have signed up to join that mailing list, I'll have put my name in there. And then the person creating the emails can make sure it's got the code to fill in my name. But you can really go beyond this. So I'll give you an example um, over in my education business. But again, this can apply to any business. So for us, we found that we were working with parents who maybe had like kids in different year groups. And of course, we had the student name as well. So what we did very gradually and slowly, because this is quite a sensitive thing, but gradually and slowly, we collected sort of more data essentially from our customers. And this is not sneaky either. We asked them and they gave it to us. <laughs> when you say collecting data, I feel like you have to be, um, you have to caveat it with like, it was, you know, willing from our customers. It wasn't some behind the scenes thing. So we collected information, for example, their child's name, their child's year group. So what that meant was that when we were sending emails out to the parents, we weren't just saying your child, we were actually specifically saying the child's name. So that in itself, you know, made it much more personable and helped to build up those relationships a lot quicker. Now, of course, a big thing as well is that email marketing is not just about marketing and selling and sort of bringing new people into your world. It's also a great sort of customer relationship tool as well. So for anyone, you know, again, inside our education business, if we're emailing the parents, about upcoming classes or courses or things that we can be sort of be helpful. We don't want to sit there and necessarily write 40 to 60 individual emails for all the students and families that we might be working with. So email marketing helps us to just really personalise it. And again, refer to the child's year. We can even put in the data of things like maybe what their target schools are, what the exam board is that they're doing all these sorts of different things. So the email itself can actually in the end look like it's been really personally and sort of almost bespokely written to that family. And again, that really helps you with engagement, really helps you with customer retention because, you know, the customers feel like you know them and understand them and what their needs and wants are. And that is really powerful. And again, something that you can't do with social media. So that's one of the big things I love about email marketing. Now that example there was for an education business, but like I say, doesn't have to be education. It could be anything. 
So as an example, maybe you're someone who's been running events recently and or you're going to different networking events. And when you were at those networking events, you were collecting people's email addresses to join your mailing list and all sorts of different things. Now, like as an example of a way you could personalize it, let's say you've been to three events, you could put tags or little notes next to each of their names saying which so for example, networking event you met them at. So what this means is after the networking, what you could do is send an email just to everybody who's recently signed up to your list, but you could personalize it and say, dear so-and-so, it was lovely to meet you at X event. And that X is gonna pull the information that you have. So for example, the name of the networking event and put it in the email. So again, making it really personalized. So that's a bit of a sort of general example for you there, but hopefully you can see like just how collecting all these little bits of information, little bits of data can be so powerful in the message that you're sending to people. Kind of number two reason why I really love it is that it's also a really effective sort of engagement and relationship building tool as well. So of course, the first thing is this whole idea of that you can personalize it and that you can, you know, really connect with people in that way. But also as well, it's all about the kind of information you're sharing. So one thing that's really powerful with email marketing is how much you can automate in there. So again, I am all about automating everything in my business these days because as I'm growing and expanding and I'm working with more people and Love Mondays Club is really growing, like the honest truth is I can't sit here and be manually writing out emails all day. It might take up half my day. So (laughs) what I've decided to do is invest a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of energy into creating like powerful automations in the background of my business that really help me to support both my customers and my clients who I work with, but also to help me build relationships with people who maybe are only just coming into my world. So one of the things you probably heard me talk about, and lots of people talk about this as well online in terms of email marketing, is creating really powerful lead magnets. So a lead magnet is essentially, it could be like a PDF, it could be a webinar, a video, a checklist, like there are loads of different types of PDFs, but ultimately it's a piece of content that your audience really values and is going to find, you know, really helpful, give them some quick wins. And the idea is that once they download this, they're going to give you their email address in exchange for the download. And then from there, not only are you sending them that amazing content, but you can also then send them a series of emails afterwards that really helps to just sort of add on some value, give them extra information, maybe take them to your website, take them to your social media. Maybe you've got like a podcast or a YouTube channel or a blog. All this automation is doing is just gently signposting people to all the different places they can find you. Now, in these early stages of someone just discovering you, we don't want to be going full heavy with sales. So what this means is that this is where we sort of almost have the power to control like what our potential clients see. So in the early stages, like I say, we just want to signpost them to all this valuable stuff and essentially help to build up a feeling of trust. Hopefully the client's going to start to like you and your style and the way that you do things. And we almost take them through essentially this customer journey where they're building that know, like and trust with you. And then finally at the end, that's when maybe we can start offering our services. And at that point, really, it's not pushy sales. You know, if they've kind of followed through this journey and they've been really interested in everything you're doing, then ultimately at the end, you're hopefully just offering them a service that they need and that's going to be really helpful for them. On the flip side, if we compare this to social media, imagine if someone suddenly starts following you and you're in the middle of a sales period or a launch period or something like that, and all your posts that are going out are mainly sales related, 
Now, someone's only just discovered you, that could kind of put them off a little bit. It could maybe feel, you know, they don't know you. It's kind of unlikely that they're necessarily going to sign up and give you money straight away. We all know it, don't we? We've all signed up to things where all of a sudden you get bombarded with sales stuff and you just think, oh, too much, too much, unsubscribe. (laughs) So that's the kind of risk and game we play with social media but with email marketing even if I'm in like a sales period I won't let people come into my mailing list and then suddenly just get sent sales emails I'll always make sure they get given loads of value loads of information about myself and you know what potentially they might miss some of those sales emails but for me it's worth it and it's it's kind of proven to work that like having that time for people to get to know me and you know again that know like and trust is going to be much more powerful in converting a sale at the end than just getting them on the email list and trying to sell to them as soon as possible so that's kind of point number two really is ultimately email marketing helps you to kind of build that rapport and relationship and just share really like credible and valuable content with your audience another thing is that email marketing is really cost effective and actually gives you a really high return on investment as well. So inside Love Mondays Club, I often recommend to people one of the best sort of email marketing, I think, softwares that you can use. It's free is MailerLite, but there are loads of other options out there. But ultimately, you want to find yourself software that allows you a certain amount of free contacts And it's not too complicated to use in terms of creating like automated emails, landing pages, all these sorts of different things. One of the best things is that email marketing can be generating sales for you just subtly and quietly, but really powerfully in the background. So as an example for you, over in our education business, we recently sent out an email that just talked about what we had going on during the summer holidays. Now in there, we also sell like not just sort of classes and things like that, but we also have semi-passive products. So we have like online resources and things that people can buy. And that's a really amazing, valuable thing to have in our background and our business because ultimately it brings us in a bit of revenue, but we don't have to be sort of live and delivering it. Now, there are still a lot of customer service things and things that go on around that. So I never like to try and sell this like passive income dream. It's always semi-passive. There's always something you've got to do with it. However, email marketing has given us a massive return on investment with this because, for example, what I can do with email marketing is send out an email to our list of you know quite a few hundred people and I can see how many of them have clicked on particular links so straight away I know that if person one has clicked on link number one then they're probably interested in let's say as an example year four or year five products if they've clicked on link number three they're probably more likely going to be interested in our older products like year six or year seven, something like that. Now, what I can do with that information is I'll be able to see if they went on and purchased it or if they didn't. Well, if they did purchase it, what will happen is then they'll get put into an automation which thanks them and sort of essentially takes them through like a thank you, welcome journey and just gives them all the extra support that they need. So again, I'm not having to manually go in there, welcome people, send them all the details. Here's your login details. Here's where you find everything. All of that is totally automated inside the business. So email is sort of powerfully running that for me in the background. Alternatively, if I can see that maybe someone's clicked on it, but they haven't purchased it yet, then I can sort of infer from that that maybe it wasn't quite what they were looking for, or maybe they've got questions, or maybe they've even clicked on it, thought this is amazing, but then like we all do, often walk away from our computers or phones and forget to buy what we were planning on doing or book whatever we were planning on doing. So what I can do there is send personalized emails just directly to those people who have clicked on the links. So I can send them a follow-up email saying something like, you know, 
are you interested in X? So the one specific product or link that they might have clicked on. Do you have any questions about it? And then I might maybe put some reviews in there underneath and say, you know, here's what other people have found with this course. This is why they found it so effective. And then I write the email in a way that leaves it very open at the end as well, like an invitation for them to reply and ask any questions. Because we don't want it to feel like a total robot system. Like we do want it to feel like there's a human at the other end of all of it. And those sorts of emails have a really high conversion rate for us because quite often it acts as just a little prompt or a little reminder for people or alternatively they do see it as an invitation for them to be able to contact us they ask us a few questions and it just opens up that dialogue and then that's also amazing kind of feedback for us because understanding our questions or you know the things that people might be thinking when they look on our website helps us to improve earlier on in our automations the kind of initial information that we're giving people so all of that there as I say is really powerful in helping us just to run things in the background and the only time that we need to kind of manually get involved is just inside the inbox with the frequently asked questions and maybe building up sometimes people just want a little bit more information they just want to hear from you they don't want it to feel totally like this kind of robot setting and that's why I kind of say a lot of this stuff is like semi-passive rather than fully passive but it's a great thing to think about like if you're considering creating like online courses or online resources where you don't have to live deliver email marketing is like probably the number one thing that you need to have running in the background for you because otherwise it's gonna there's gonna be nothing passive about it if you're having to like be physically out there selling it and doing all the hard work in the background to kind of promote it and keep it all running (laughs) and lastly if you enjoy kind of stats and numbers and insights then you're going to love email marketing because there is so much stuff you can deep dive into now one thing I will say is that if you are growing your business you do really need to know your numbers and you need to kind of look at things like your conversion rates, like how many people are coming into your audience compared to like how many sales you're making. Because again, especially if you're planning on like creating, for example, memberships or selling online courses, like ultimately bringing in any services where there's not going to be a cap on the amount of people you can work with, then the honest truth is you're going to need to have quite big volumes of people coming through into your audience and again a lot of this also depends on like how you know how high ticket is you know if it's low ticket then you're going to need lots of people to make a good profit if it's high ticket actually maybe you don't need that bigger audience but you need to have like really high quality good leads coming through who are you know in the right position to potentially working with you and buying from you. These like data insights that you get from email marketing are going to really help you with these things. So as an example for you, like here are just some of the different things that you can track inside your email marketing. So one of the most obvious ones is open rates. So you can see how many people are opening your emails. You can also even see like sort of what time of day they're opening them. You can sometimes see how many times it's been opened, all these sorts of things. So that's really powerful. And one of the things that I found really useful about it is it really helped me to hone in actually when are my audience most active in their inbox and when is the best time for me to be sending emails? Because the reality is sending an email at four o'clock on a Saturday afternoon, probably not very practical. Everyone's out and about doing things for the day, but sending it really early on a weekday 
actually everyone's in routine then they're in kind of work mode and I found that my open rates were really successful then so that's definitely one thing to experiment and play with like there is again there's no no necessarily like a silver bullet with these things that's the perfect answer in the perfect time but again as you get to know your audience you can play around with different days and times and things like that another thing as well is thinking about your click-through rates so what this is doing this is going to be tracking how many people are clicking on your links and again that's a really powerful indicator of people who are maybe interested in your services or essentially want to find out more and then finally from that as well you can also see your conversion rates so your conversion rates are essentially how many people from your audience are buying your products or services and I think generally like an interesting statistic it it kind of varies depending on your industry and like you know the kind of price points that you're selling at but one thing that we found inside our education business example that generally it's about seven to twelve percent of our audience buy from us which sounds really low but then in comparison in more kind of high ticket businesses what you'll actually find so when I say high ticket you know we're charging more like in the hundreds and thousands then that that conversion sorry can be more around one to five percent you know if you're going sort of over five percent then you're doing incredibly well with your conversion rate you might be listening to those numbers and statistics and thinking oh my god that's pretty depressing like those are ridiculously low low percentages but you know generally everybody i've spoken to experiences these numbers very similarly and what again that kind of emphasizes to us is the importance of like growing big audiences really getting to know them and kind of tracking these metrics just to see like in our marketing what's working and what's not working all this kind of marketing and messaging we can be doing it over on social media as well and in fact i totally recommend that you still do it on social media but ultimately with social media we get to see insights don't we of maybe like how many views there's been and we can sometimes see like click-through rates and things for example on on Instagram you can see like story clicks and stuff like that those stats don't always tell you necessarily who those people are so you might have you know a couple of hundred views on a reel as an example but you don't know who those people are that are viewing it you don't necessarily know who's clicked through and like seen your profile and all sorts of things whereas email marketing is the total opposite because you've got their email address you can see exactly who's clicking who's looking at your content and who might be interested in you. Okay, so I hope you found today's episode helpful and you're feeling inspired with your email marketing. So if you're somebody who is totally new to email marketing and you're listening to this thinking, okay, actually I'd like to experiment and give it a go and try it out, then I highly recommend just spending a bit of time researching the different email sort of platforms that you can use. And I always say to my clients, like, don't be afraid to just sign up for things, you know, sign up for free trials, sign up for the free versions of things and just click around and experiment and see what it's all about. Now, this is actually something as well that I can definitely support you with inside Love Mondays Club. So setting up email marketing, helping you with kind of creating automations and lead magnets and everything. That's what I do. That's what I love doing. So door to Love Mondays Club are opening in September and I'm going to be announcing loads more about this in my next episode next week as well. So make sure you stay tuned for that because if this is something that you sort of want to get, you know, a lot more serious within your business and you know that it's going to make a huge impact for you, like I say, not just with those sort of sales and client relationships, but also as well in just automating and freeing up so much more time, then this is something I'd love to help and support you with inside your business. Alternatively, if you're a client listening to this or if you already have email marketing set up what I really recommend you do is go away and just spend you know 
five, 10 minutes thinking about all the different kind of steps and processes that you have in your business. Like a really powerful thing to do is almost draw a big straight line and map out your customer journey. So like from the point that they discover you all the way through to the point that they buy from you. Think about all the steps that people go through. So I always recommend as well that you should always be asking your clients, like where did they find you? What made them decide they wanted to work with you? What was it about your content that attracted them to you? All these sorts of different things. And being able to have that information is gonna help you map out that customer journey. And then ultimately what you can do there is then look at each of those steps and think, okay, am I doing this manually or is this something that could be automated? Like, is this something that email marketing can help me with. So as an example, I've kind of talked about a few examples today, but you know, that initial kind of attracting people into your world. So that's a lead magnet. And then you're going to have all the automated emails coming after it, where you point them all off in the directions of your social media, your website, your blog, podcast, YouTube channel, whatever it might be. Then you've got the kind of sales side of it, where you're offering them your services and talking about all the ways that you can help and support them. Again, that can be automated. Then you've got the point in which they buy and then they're coming into your business. Now, again, we don't want to be sending loads of manual emails explaining to everybody where to find things and how it all works. So again, that onboarding process can be automated. (laughs) Can you see the theme here? And then you've also got, you know, potentially you're working with people over, let's say, a six month period and you're going to want to check in with them at different points. You're maybe going to want to ask for feedback at different points. And, you know, we're busy. It's really easy for time to slip away when we're, you know, in the kind of thick of it, working with our clients and doing lots of different things and the months can quickly slip and roll by. So having, again, automated processes in place can help you to sort of send out check-ins to people, ask them for reviews. And then similar, you know, when they come to the end of their time working with you, you can have an offboarding automation. So again, that's asking for the feedback, asking for reviews, all the types of things that you might want to just speak to people about before they disappear off into the world or maybe just hopefully potentially move on to their next project with you or the next program that they're planning on joining. So as I say, can you see the theme? (laughs) Ultimately, there is so much stuff you can automate within your business and don't put yourself under pressure that, oh my goodness, this weekend I have to sit down and automate every single part of it because like this stuff does take time. However, that time, I personally think, is one of the best investments in your business. And, you know, future you will thank you so much. Now, if you're inside Love Mondays Club, there is lots of training on this and you'll find that sort of within the different course sections. So like within marketing and within systems and processes. And as I say, if you're interested in joining Love Mondays Club and you think you'd love some help and support with all of this stuff, then keep your ears uh, ears peeled. Is that the right phrase? I don't think so. Anyway, next week's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you loads more information about the doors opening, a special event that I'm running, and just generally how excited I am to get going in September. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Love Mondays Club podcast. Don't forget to review and subscribe or share this episode with one of your business friends. Have a great week and I'll see you next Monday.